About a year and a half ago, I decided to do something crazy. I was 33, married, a couple of kids, settled into a routine and a rhythm in my life and my business. You know what I'm talking about. Straight up into the adulting life. I decided I wanted to take acting classes. Why? Well, there was a couple of reasons. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. There was one real reason. I wanted to act. I always have, but I felt really dumb admitting that, especially now as a freaking grown-up, because it seemed like it was way, way, way too late in the game for me, and people would think all kinds of things about me for wanting to pursue something that seems so out of reach. But I told myself, and I told other people, that the reason that I wanted to do this was to become a more confident communicator. That sounded way more grown-up, right? But the truth is, I love being on stage. I love stories, um, and I thought this would be so, so... Maybe not easy, but I would do better than what I ended up doing. I've hosted podcasts before. I've done a lot of public speaking. I mean, heck, I was even in Toastmasters. I could get on a stage and recite a monologue, right? Uh, wrong. The first time I stood on stage in my acting class, there was a handful of people in the audience. And I almost threw up everywhere. There was something about the vulnerability of leaning into a character and stepping away from, quote, Heather parody that was absolutely terrifying. But there was something about letting go of myself and stepping into another identity that was addicting. And it made my brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody. I am your host. Today, we're going to be exploring the topic of the alter ego. No, we're not going to be talking about acting, so don't be worrying about all that. The alter stinking ego, which is something I am so fascinated with. So trust me, this is just an entry episode because we're going to be returning to this over and over and over again. But we're going to be talking about how playing different personas in your life can actually help you move past things like anxiety, self-sabotage, and honestly, just make your life a little bit more fun. But before we get started, if you have not done so yet, would you, would you hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to podcasts? If you've been listening for a while, if you enjoy this episode, also consider leaving us an honest review. I'd love you forever. Let's talk about the alter ego. <sighs> Y'all, here we go. Here we go. It's going to get a little crazy, crazy, but I think we can handle this, okay? What is an alter ego? If you've never heard of it before, uh, if you throw it up in Google, if you throw it up in a dictionary, do we still have those things? Online dictionary? I guess that is what Google is. It's pretty much described mostly as a person's secondary or alternative personality. So an example might be, let's say you're a salesperson and you get anxiety around the actual sales conversation. So maybe you Pretend to be somebody who's really confident and great at sales. And maybe you even give that person a name like Bobby the Salesman. I don't know. And you actually kind of pretend to step into that person while you're on your sales call to give you a little bit more confidence. Another example, a lot of athletes use alter egos. 
So when they step out into that field or onto that court, they step into that persona of this badass athlete, which helps them overcome their nerves and tap into another power. There's so many different ways of going about it and rituals about it, but it's something that you would be surprised how commonly is used, especially among performers. And it's become a little bit more popular as of late, although it's been used forever, right? There's accounts throughout history of people using a form of alter ego, but it's becoming more common to talk about just to use for kind of maybe the everyday average folk, which I don't think anybody's average, but you know what I'm trying to say. You don't have to be an athlete or a celebrity to use an alter ego. You can use concepts of it to help you get through things that maybe you're afraid of in your day, maybe some barriers to your career, your health, your relationships. It's absolutely fascinating, okay? I found an awesome article on daringtolivefully.com. It's linked in the show notes. It gave some more reasons why an alter ego is great. It can help you, you know, like I mentioned, step out of your comfort zone. It can help empower you. It can channel your genius. Maybe it's a little bit easier speaking up or sharing your wisdom or whatever when you feel like you're operating through an alter ego, because sometimes we get really insecure, right, about speaking up or giving our opinion, whatever it may be. And I love this reason that they shared. Sometimes having an alter ego is just more fun. I read somewhere, this is really interesting, that someone used an alter ego at the gym because if they kind of pretended like stepped into that person who was really buff and really strong or whatever and kind of psyched themselves out, they dress like that person, they listen to the kind of music that person would listen to, they really put themselves mentally in that state of who they thought that really buff, strong person who enjoyed going to the gym would be, they actually perform better at the gym. And it actually was very fun and enjoyable and made a mundane task like going to the gym a lot more interesting because you weren't going as yourself, which wanted to bang their head against the wall. You were going as this alter ego, this other person who loves the gym, who lives for the gym, dressing up like them, acting like them, listening to that type of music. It was a lot of fun. It added some enjoyment to the ritual, but also to helped you perform a little bit better. If you think about it, this is stuff we did as kids, right? We pretended we played all these different roles and it gave us courage to do whatever, to jump off the couch and pretend like we were flying, right? But as grownups, we've kind of let go of that a little bit because it just seems <sighs> frivolous. There's this awesome book called The Alter Ego Effect, again, linked in the show notes by Todd Herman. Dude, read this book. It's so stinking amazing. And there's a lot of rituals and um, research behind the alter ego. But I wanted to read you this just little paragraph in it about why as adults, this is something we should consider. Again, the alter ego effect. It says, renowned researcher and author on human performance, Stephen Notler, explained how using our imagination taps into the creative part of our mind and short circuits the negative talk and criticism the enemy likes to use. The enemy meaning like fear, right? Studies have shown that negative self-talk, doubt, and discouragement go quiet when we are engaged in creative work. And so, yeah, it may seem a little silly thinking, oh, I'm going to dress up as this person or that or pretend like I'm this person or that or whatever, but it actually helps your brain quiet the negative talk and actually step into something else. But for this episode, listen, listen, I want to dig in a little deeper. I want to dig in a little deeper. Okay. Are you ready? Let's go. So at the very beginning, I told you this story about me going to acting class and experiencing for the first time, quote, playing a role in front of a bunch of people. Okay. Now, this isn't a perfect example of what an alter ego is by any means, but I wanted to share that story with you because I think having an alter ego gets a bad rap sometimes because when you think about using one, you think it may be, and I know I thought this at first when I first heard it, well, isn't that kind of inauthentic? right? Like, shouldn't I just learn how to be confident at the sales thing? Shouldn't I just learn to love running? Shouldn't I just 
be brave and stand up for myself. Here's the thing. Back to that that blog, daringtolivefully.com, I referred to earlier. There was a quote in there that I really loved. It said, your alter ego isn't somebody else. It's you. It's a part of you that you don't normally allow yourself access to. And that's another thing I've learned in my journey uh, pursuing acting. Side note, I've been doing it for like a year and a half. And it's the greatest thing. And I'm so grateful that I took the plunge. I've learned so, so much about myself. It's been fun. If you're interested in doing something, I please just do it. I don't care if it makes sense or not. Just take a class. Just learn a new hobby. It's worth every second of it. But pursuing acting over the past year and a half, I've learned that you know a lot of people think that acting is lying. You're pretending to be somebody else. You're, it's all a lie, essentially. But really, when you really dig into the philosophy behind it and the really good actors, it's not about lying. It's about actually finding the truth. So let's back it up here. Pretending to be someone else is actually being more honest? Well, let me put it this way. Telling yourself that you are pretending to be someone else gives you permission sometimes to tap into parts of yourself that are already there and who you are really deep down. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Most people know that Beyonce used an alter ego called Sasha Fierce uh, for the first several years of her career when she was wanting to tap into more of her confidence and be a certain way on stage that felt a little bit outside of who she was, but somebody she wanted to become. So she created this alter ego called Sasha Fierce. But what was interesting is she, in 2010, I believe, was quoted to say that she really didn't need her alter ego anymore, that she needed it at first to kind of get her going and tap into that side of herself. But after a while, everything that she wanted from Sasha Fierce that alter ego she put in her mind, she realized she was confident enough to be her as Beyonce, right? So what's really happening with the alter ego? Is it this pretend thing that I'm going to pretend like I'm this, I'm going to pretend like I'm that? Is this really me or am I lying to myself? What's really going on here? Well, check this out. What's really going on when you create an alter ego and start practicing with it is brain change. Yep, brain stinking change. There's an article I linked up in the show notes from backstage.com. And this again is an article for actors but they did a study with a group of actors where they did brain scans, actually looking at parts of their brain that were activated or deactivated when they used a technique called method acting. Method acting essentially is when the actor really gets into an emotional state and really takes on the identity of the character, like they're going all in. Now, is this pretend? Maybe. But actually, this article referenced a study that was just done again where they scan the brains of these method actors when they stepped into character, what actually happened. And I'm going to read directly from this article, again, that it's linked in the show notes. But it said this study provided the first steps towards scientific understanding of the neuroscience behind acting and role playing. It said for the first time ever, the experiment proved that the magic the actors create is not just on the outside. Responding in character produced deactivations in the cortical midline network of the frontal lobe. Thus, portraying a character through acting seems to be a deactivation-driven process, perhaps representing a, quote, loss of self. In English, just means that the part of the brain associated with our sense of being ourselves, our conscious identity, is deactivated, which is an extraordinary achievement. AKA, this is some neuroplasticity going on, y'all. Neuroplasticity, what is that? It's essentially, this is Heather's version of it, is... The rewiring of our minds all the way down from a neural pathway being changed, making new connections to like a huge 
systematic remapping of the mind. Whenever we place emotion and intention on, on certain parts of our lives, we can actually reshape our brain, right? Adding emotion, adding intention to things can actually start reshaping behaviors in our lives, which goes back to this alter ego effect. Yeah, you might be pretending or feeling like you're pretending that you're this person so you can get past this certain event that you're avoiding. But the practice and the intention of that is slowly rewiring your personality and how you show up. Isn't that cool? I know this is super deep and kind of crazy. But I think it's absolutely fascinating. I really recommend that you get the the book, The Alter Ego Effect, again, by Todd Herman. It goes into a lot more of the research and the tactics and the ways that you can pick different alter egos and so forth. But I just think it's a super cool thing to think about that we're not stuck, right? We're not stuck with these things that we might not like about ourselves. We can use tools like an alter ego to push past some of that resistance, some of that negative talk, some of those self-sabotaging behaviors to actually take action and become the type of person we know we are deep down. And we can have fun with it, which is the cool part, right? Back to happy brain. It can be a really fun process. It doesn't have to be terrifying. It can be a lot of fun because who wouldn't want to pretend like they were a complete badass for the day, right? And eventually you realize, well, I'm not pretending. I just am a badass. Listen, y'all, we're going to dig into this so much more. I think this is a fascinating topic. I want you to think about this today. What is your alter ego? Who could you step in and become and make your brain happy? Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.